Hello there, and welcome to the official, unofficial EastEnders podcast, formerly known as Bill With It, and also known as Mega Natter, with me, your host Abner, and Carl. What? <laughs> Very good. A cockney greeting for you. Yeah, yeah, we needed that. I'm well in the mood for this now. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I should be, really, should I, <laughs> as we're doing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do our best, you know. Um, uh, forewarning, we haven't watched for a long time. And, I mean, no. two years? A year and a half? I don't know when I last I watched it. it. So the last time, I think we, we watched it together, like, Christmas 2019. And I haven't watched much of it since Blimey. then. Um... But I That's... think it might be interesting for like long-term fans to to hear people who haven't watched it in a long time coming mm. back to it and sort of sing, listening to our sort of first-time reactions to to the new characters and stuff like that. It might be interesting to get a fresh perspective on it. We... That's how we'll play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or they might think, why are they making a podcast about something they haven't seen? <laughs> or and, uh, or that interested in. <laughs> interested in, yeah. Uh, it's more of a hate watch. Is it a hate watch? Not even hate, it's, mm. I, I don't know what the word is for it. <laughs> Ambivalent watch. <laughs> exactly. Should, should we dive straight in? Because, look, we're not going to mess about here. We're just going to hit the key topics and move on. That's what we're doing, mm. in and out. So what? how much have you seen of it recently then? So I caught a little bit of it over Christmas with my family, which was kind of interesting, hearing their this reactions is it. to it. So I, I didn't see anything over Christmas. The only episodes I've seen are New Year's Eve... Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. and, the two after- <laughs> and the two afterwards. Um, yeah, me too. Right, new characters. This is another problem. I don't know what some of the characters are called. I just know what new their actions characters. have been. No, new, new. Oh, nude, right. nude characters is later. Okay. <laughs> the picture round. <laughs> I wonder, has there ever been any, like, any nudity in EastEnders? Because they do episodes on After the Watershed, and they never seem to have any kind of, like, adult material in it. Who are you wanting to see nude? Max? Actually, there has been a, a nude character in it before. A nudist? To- no, who was Pat's... Was it Frank Butcher? Oh, when he, he was he wearing just up. the bow tie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we see his little Frank? or? I believe that? he was holding a bowler hat over it. Ah, okay. So That's no how little... I remember it anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right, so we've got this new family, the Monroes. I recognise the lad in it because he was in Bad Education. You've, have you seen that? Yeah, th- this is what I was going to say. I recognise him as well because I think he was also in... Do you, do you remember um, that show on Channel 4? This was years ago and it was called something like School of Comedy. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, yeah. And the, another guy in that was Will... You're going to know who I'm talking about here. Is it Will... Powder, Will Porter, the, the guy yeah, who was yeah. in Detroit. and Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so it's interesting. They were both in the same thing, and now... One's one a Hollywood megastar, Holly- and one of them is really successful in EastEnders, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that's 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 not bad, you know. No, tell Danny Dyer that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not everyone can be a huge Hollywood star. God, and um, he knows it. And also, who the the dad in, in that the new family... Yeah, who is he? Um, yeah, I recognise him as well. That's what I was going to say. If you've got IMDb there, I'd love to know what he'd be. Is he, is he from like an advert or something like that? We're saying the new family. They might not be all that new. No, they could have been there for ages, for all we know, yeah. but they're new or to us. just moved in <laughs> over New Year's. Um, 
Yes, I don't know. I did look up because um, I was sitting there thinking, who is he? And I couldn't work it out, but I couldn't even work out from like Googling it on IMDb. Um, oh, really? Not that I put, well, I, I probably could have, but I didn't put that much effort into it, is what I'm saying to you. <laughs> I definitely re- recognise him. For, we'll have to uh, look that up at some point. Yeah, that is really annoying because, well, there's a few recognisable faces in it as well because we now got Brian Connolly as, as popped it, up. Yeah, well, that, that was, I don't know what to say about that. Um, we'll get on to him later, I guess. I really want to talk <laughs> yeah. about this Monroe lot. Um, I'm just yeah. looking up who this guy is. He's called Harvey Monroe, the dad. Um, and he is played by, oh no, Ross Boatman. This is really oh, riveting. <laughs> was that a genuine? Of course, was that? <laughs> no. What's so? What has Ross Boatman done then? Um, the, I'm Please. sure this is riveting listening for viewers of EastEnders. Uh, Ross Boatman. I'll tell you what he's done, mate. Um, he's most known for Cassandra's Dream where he played detective in 2007. He also played a trader in Paddington. It can't be that I recognise him from that. Uh, he was in Grantchester as Vic Morgan. Oh, okay, Grantchester. Yeah, yeah, I might have seen that. I don't know if I'd remember him, though. I'm guessing Mate, one episode of Grantchester. He did 10 years in the bill. Oh, it has to be that, then. <laughs> Not that I watched the bill much. But oh, wait, no, hang on. Years. No, 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 hang on. He, he was in it four times over 10 years, playing three different oh. characters. Oh, okay. No, I don't recognise him. From that. If anyone remembers Steve Bennett from 1999's uh, security episode of The Bill, then oh, that's him. The classic character of... He was Kevin in London's Burning. Is this is this interesting listening to anyone? Because <laughs> I'm boring myself. Well, yeah. It's interesting to see how they got there, how they got into East well, how did he? I don't really know how he got there, because it's all just like bit parts until bit this parts moment. Until but why video. do we recognise him? Can you earn a living off of that kind of like bit part work? Oh, it looks like he has something else on the side. Oh, we'll never know, I guess. If he's listening, he could, you know, come on and. Mm. (laughs) What, Ross Boatman? Ross Boatman, yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. We will never forget that now. Ross Boatman. Um, So, So, uh, yeah, Ross's character. They've all come in uh, at some point, Uh, they're new to us. Dad's a little bit racist, maybe. Son is very racist. Son is and the very... It's not racist. Is a Muslim. Anti-racist. <laughs> She's anti-racist. Why did they not turn that into like a sitcom premise? Well, I think that's what they're trying to do, isn't it? It's a backdoor pilot. Uh, that's what I was getting. It wasn't very funny. <laughs> well, what's so funny about it? They, he didn't blow something up. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I don't... What... There's so much about it. I was not expecting to drop back into EastEnders and immediately see, like, uh, you know, yeah, a white supremacist storyline, a neo-Nazi yeah, <laughs> rocking very, about. Very political. Yeah, um, they put up the argy-bargy. This is what got me, though. Um, but they, did, they didn't, though. I thought the argy-bargy did blow up. No, 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 did you not... Um, they did I not watch it that... properly? Probably not. No. No. So they they made you think that there'd been an explosion when actually it was just the confetti thing going off at New Year's, right? Oh no, I and thought. Then... Sorry. Ah, go no, on. no, no. So later on, they said that they'd found a device in the argy bargy and that someone was going to blow it up. So the oh. device never went off. They never actually exploded anything. So let me tell you what I thought happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that uh, this this one from Bad Education. I thought he was um, blowing up 
the the gay bar and his mm. mate was blowing up the argy bargy no so the bomb would have would have um destroyed both i think right that's okay. why the dad was like oh you can't do it because your that your sister's there right that was the only reason he said no <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'd let you go ahead, mate. But it's yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. It's well, too yeah, much. he did his whole speech where he's like, "I'm a, I'm a bit racist, but this is too far. I'm very <laughs> racist. I'm gonna, but yeah." What did you think of his acting, the 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 young guy on that bit? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he did his best, didn't he? He did I... his best. It was a very serious, uh, angry speech. Yeah. Again, the only thing I've seen him before is Bad Education, where he's just played like a. An adult man pretending to be a teenager. <laughs> yeah, he's one of stuck in that. <laughs> Whilst what's his name? His mate Will. But they're probably not in touch anymore, are they? <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I've got I've got his little profile up on my computer. He's called Aaron, um, and he's I, been. I in remember for... him being very bad in that um, school of comedy thing. He was better in EastEnders. I, I will give him that. He's got. He's up to his game. You know. Mm-hmm. We know comedy actors are usually very good at serious acting. You know, Robin Williams. <laughs> he did do some good. He did. Uh, what was the one where he was the guy um, developing the photos? Oh, that's what I mean. Twenty-four hour photo. Twenty-four hour photo. Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he's he's good. And Jim Carrey can. Yeah, uh... th- yeah. That's what I mean. They're both very good at. In, in fact, Jim <laughs> Carrey's probably better at serious than he is comedy. We better be Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais, yeah. I wondered how long it would be. <laughs> oh, will he end up in EastEnders at some point when he's like elderly? What, he'll do a uh, Aid Edmondson? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, Although you, I, you say that sarcastically, Aid Edmondson's done quite well for himself. And then he did EastEnders. Well, he, well, he did, he went on to do like Star Wars and stuff after that. Well, do Star <laughs> It was a big part. Was. He did. Um, he had a big part in War and Peace. I don't know if you ever. I didn't saw see that, that no, version of it. No. But, but yeah, they're big, big parts. I'd be happy with that. Oh, well done, Aid. Do you want me to <laughs> read you some of the things that Aaron's done in his tenure? Yeah, tenure, tenure. Um, tenure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So Aaron is part of a neo-Nazi far-right terrorist group with Neil Hughes, who target different people, different races, and different religions, predominantly Islam. But we have seen Aaron verbally attack Ashkur who is Sikh, arrange a violent attack on Keegan Butcher Baker, be dismissive... I don't know why that's made me laugh. Be dismissive of Isaac Baptiste when discussing Keegan's attack on the basis of their race, as well as be ignorant about the LGBTQIA plus community when talking with Ikra. This is what... Butcher this is Baker the, is the surname. Butcher Baker, yeah. Um, Almost got the full set there. <laughs> They have to introduce a, a character called like Candle Stickmaker, like yeah. hyphenated name. <laughs> have they? Did they plan that, or is that a complete that they couldn't have planned that? No, that's, no, no. That's... They wouldn't have. It's too stupid. To... It's... <laughs> it's gone over their heads. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to go on about with this bomb attack? What got me yeah. was these cinematic slow mos. Yeah, well, the the bit where it was cutting between the club and then them having the angry conversation, <laughs> that really did not work at all. That was like no. just shoddy editing. It just, the flow of it was terrible. <laughs> I know they don't have that much time to like put these things together, mm. but mm. it's not like they only have a couple of minutes. You, what, you know what you're I mean? saying like, is, they can is spend... do better. Is that what you're... Yeah, it's probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably a lack of talent rather than... 
but at least they'd like trying to do something. The other thing that was really weird, you know, when they showed the next morning and there was the bomb disposal squad coming in mm. and there was that psychedelic music. That's what I mean. Yeah. Do you know what that was? That song? Oh, go on. That was um, On the Run by Pink Floyd, which must have been really expensive to license. I don't know what? why they even bothered. They could have just got any old generic kind of psychedelic. It, not only is it nice to see the drone being used still, but I don't, oh, yeah. why are they obsessed with doing these like cinematic moments? Like No one's watching it for that. Well, I mean, no it, one's really watching it were, anymore um, anyway. Like a, well, yeah. The, I mean, well, it, it's one of the most viewed programs on the iPlayer, but I don't know what that means, means. the actual viewing <laughs> yeah. figures like on tv are the lowest they've ever been yeah um but what i was going to say is if you were like a rookie director and you got a chance to do some eastenders <laughs> mm. wouldn't you like want to try out doing something interesting or... squeeze some of that in um good point good point but i i'd probably stick to you know being a bit safer and making it fit in a bit more rather than having yeah. this this oddly cinematic or try to be cinematic moment and then cut straight back to the standard <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, you know? like kitchen and and they also did the music. I always get these the wrong way around, but was the music non diegetic where yeah, it, yeah. It, like it cut out all of the background yeah. sound as like a sort of you know, artistic very Hollyoaks. <clears throat> yeah, it's odd when you they're like changing the sort of language of the show, if you know what I mean. Like I don't like change girl. Very... <laughs> no, you, you don't. Notoriously, I, I don't like change. They've changed things. I'm not happy about it. What would you say if next week it's totally cinematic and everything is like The Matrix or whatever, and um, all those bullet time shots and stuff? I'd hate it. This is this is what I mean. Like, I remember this is another really boring story that no one's going to care. But I remember like being a kid and watching Coronation Street or Emmerdale once. And like mm. from one episode to the other, they obviously changed either the camera they were using or like the the standard frame rate or something, and the look of it changed. Do, do you remember that? Did Did you have this experience? It's possible that it was when it went into HD because they when they moved the set from, uh, and we we visited the set of Coronation Street more or less. We did both yeah, of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when they moved the set from where it was near the granada building to uh sulfur that it went into hd but that wouldn't have been when you were a kid i don't think no i just i vividly remember seeing it one day and like recoiling <laughs> really? looking really? around at everyone else watching it and going what's the is everyone seeing this i think uh, about... only went into full hd fairly recently yeah i just i don't know there's something about it i don't like i don't like change i didn't like this. That's that's all I'm going to say. like it overreaching, and it's just kind of, yeah. No, the, no, no viewer cares about like the visual yeah. style of the show. It's literally all about the story and the characters and stuff. That is literally exactly it. And then the other thing I didn't like was straight after that cinematic little shot, um, we had halfway, who's now obviously a proper detective. He's taken Jack's role, I guess. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, yeah, I was but he say, comes there was over. A few detective. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. He comes over to the crowd that are like going, "Oh, what's going on here?" And he tells them everything. Hmm. Like th that's not police procedure, is it? Just to like give them all information. He was like, "Yeah, this has happened. This has happened. There's a bomb in there. There might not be a bomb in there. We don't know who's doing it, but we're gonna do." He was like giving them way too much information as people of the public. People of the public. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> 
yeah well he i suppose he was like giving that to us it was yeah i get <laughs> i dark. get i get that but i just like do it a different way because that wouldn't happen in real life he'd mm. say oh everything's under control please keep behind the line keep your distance I think they might a bomb in there <laughs> They've bloody blown it up. That's what they've done. Or, or what they could have had was cut to the calf the next day and someone's got the newspaper going, Bloody hell, do you see about that bomb? Or, or cl- like that. a close-up and they, they slowly fold it up <laughs> as it zooms yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> or Perfect. Um, TV on in the corner of the calf. It's on the news and pan down to the... You, know, you never see that, do you? On <laughs> that would be it would fit more than yeah. the big cinematic moment. You very rarely see what they are watching on the TV. You always hear it. I mean, we saw a nature documentary in one of the mm. episodes. Always um, so something from BBC. Yeah, well, obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, even a lot of the references they make are to BBC stuff. Apart from Judge Rinder, they made a reference to. Everything else was Did like... They? Yeah, yeah, they made loads of references to other TV shows, and it was all BBC apart from Judge Rinder. How odd. Hmm. Long, long-term long fan of the show? <laughs> What Judge Rinder? Judge <laughs> he loves I, it. I almost had a job working for Judge Rinder. Oh yeah, go on. Yeah, I got I got through to like the final kind of interview set. There's not really much of a story to it. I mm. just got through to the final kind of interview thing. Um, yeah, to work for Judge Rinder. Do you reckon he's a nice person? <clears throat> uh... <laughs> Judge Rinder, nice or nasty? Go. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Is you he a nasty it Nick, or is, is he, he a, who's a who's a notoriously nice character? A Jade Goody. <laughs> no, I'm from EastEnders. I'm talking about. Oh, of course, Nasty Nick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, notoriously nice character. Um, Dot. Dot. Although she was, you know, very anti-gay. So. Mm, yeah. But she's of that era, isn't she? So, is it allowed? Kind of. Not really, but. <laughs> Trying to think, any, are there any nice characters on it? Not really. Um, Janine. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Really she only nice. killed Barry. That's. No, she killed two of her husbands, I think. Oh, uh, track record. Yeah, she pushed Actually, Barry down a hill. I, I'll tell you, who does seem quite a nice character. Mick. Well, he, he seems quite. Uh, yeah, I guess. He's so, not yeah, done anything yeah. bad, is he? A bit of fraud here and there. A bit of. No, and when he went to prison, he was actually innocent. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That was a good story, wasn't it? Fraud here. And there. <laughs> just what he's like. That's what Mick's like. I bet we've, um, we've probably missed something where he's d- he's done something bad. Yeah, I hope hope now because obviously there's this whole Linda debacle that's still going on mm. somehow. And this is the last thing I remember happening actually was yeah. Linda being an alcoholic all of a sudden. I'm guessing she she's been out of the show for quite a while, and then so, has just come back recently. So this has gone on for two years. I got the impression that she hadn't been in it for quite a while because there was lots of talk of like she's never coming back and yeah, you know. and then but, she uh, did. And then she did. <laughs> I tell you what, she's such a laugh. She well, is. That, she's bubbly. <laughs> she's really bubbly. I remember watching that thinking, I need to drink more. This looks like a right old laugh. That was the, my takeaway from it. Yeah, I had something similar. Yeah, and she sells it well, you know. She should. Yeah. Be... Really fun personality. <laughs> she looks like she's having a really good time as well. Like you know, she's yeah. liked by people around her, and and her family just want to spoil it. <laughs> spoil sports. That's what they are. Mm. 
with their their soppy slideshow. What was it? What was it? She said when um her daughter, whose name I do not know, said, "Mum, you need to come back. You're an alcoholic." Uh, yeah. So she it, yeah showed them a a slideshow of sentimental. <laughs> fo- she said something like, "My family are hard to love," or, or something, which is like the kind of thing that a kind of a not very good writer thinks is very dramatic but it's actually just very <laughs> hackneyed and crap so um, within within the first 20 odd minutes of doing this podcast we've already slagged off the writers <laughs> how many times <laughs> can, I, can i tell you a little uh, insider story yeah go on so there's this guy um paul rose who's like a, a writer for children's tv and i heard him on a podcast because hmm. he said he got a chance to to uh, write an episode of EastEnders and it's something he wanted to do for ages and the way they do it like I assumed each writer would take on like a block of five mm. episodes or something so that mm-hmm. they can have their story kind of flow from one episode to the other they don't they divvy it up over the week so it's like one person per day which seems what? like a really odd way to do it yeah um so then you have the head writer obviously gives you the what the story is that's going to unfold over those four yeah. episodes whatever and then you have your individual writers. And he said they had a meeting and they're like, okay, you're doing Monday's episode. Um, so, you know, tell us tell us about your episode. And he's like, well, you know, I just took the brief of what you needed to happen and yeah, just, just sort of write oh. a script that's just to your to your um to your plan. And they're like, Okay. And he said there was a really awkward pause. And they're like, Okay, now tell us about Tuesday's episode. And this other writer who'd been working on the show for a while stands up and gives like a dramatic kind of half hour full talk through of you know we see the moon and we pan down Alfie oh, Moon God. looks pensively over his shoulder then he yeah and he'd obviously not was he on the moon that was Alfie Moon on the moon <laughs> you know, that, well he could be we see the moon we see Alfie Moon and the audience think clever <laughs> see what they've done there hmm. Launching in, into space. The, camera. <laughs> <laughs> the moon turns round, mighty boosh style, just to present Alfie Moon's face upon it. Do we do we know where Alfie Moon is at the minute? No, because he. No, do you remember he, just... he stole Phil's? Um, last time I watched it, he stole yeah. Phil's sports car and a, a big sack of cash or something. <laughs> in a swag bag. Yeah, yes, yeah, swag bag <laughs> over the shoulder. <laughs> Five pound notes flying as he as he drives off into the distance. Yeah, I was imagining it. gold coins, and whenever he opened it, somehow it projected <laughs> yellow light on his face. That's when he pulls over and just laughs manically. He he went full Wario. <laughs> Sports car, big sack of coins, <laughs> laughing manically. <laughs> and he hates plumbers. So and he does hate plumbers. Yeah, notoriously hates plumbers. Um, yeah, so big mystery. Maybe this is a few things we can like look up. Um, maybe, for, yeah, or just next, not. <laughs> but do you, do you think that the writers should make an effort to make it clear what's going on? Someone who's just joined, uh, you know, just started watching it. I seem to remember either listening to something or watching something about EastEnders, mm. and they design several points during each year which are perfect jumping on points for new audiences. And when they like come the, up, um... they do like an advertising campaign. Like they do trade special trailers oh. where it's like EastEnders. Or like, I remember seeing one not too long ago. I can't remember what happened, but I remember it was like Danny Dyer. And it was like, actually, I think that whole, do you remember when they got trapped on the boat? Yes. Yeah. 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 
I, I have a feeling that was kind of that. A reset point. Yeah, because they started like doing all these big ad campaigns. And if you watched, because I hadn't watched it for a while beforehand, and I watched those episodes, it all kind of made sense because it was all contained into that one story, really. Right, I see. Because they used to do that with um, like old serialized novels. They would have a big thing on the front that said, New readers start here. Mm. But they, so when they do those trailers and stuff, they should make it clear like that's what is going on. Like, New watchers start new, here. New watchers Please. start here episode. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I'm begging them. you. Because <laughs> on like American TV, on the like network sitcoms, they will always have after each ad break, one of the characters explain the plot up until that point. So previously, I'm not on. they should. Well, it's always like you come back after the ads, and it's like I can't believe you've taken over as the headmaster of the school, and now you're having to be. You know, they always have someone explain the plot up until that point. Um, they could do that at the start of every EastEnders episode to some degree. Well, I tell you what, yeah. with the current eighteen-minute runtimes, why not just fill out the extra ten minutes with like a big um, previously previously on, on. yeah, <laughs> big montage. Oh, it just goes on forever and ever and goes like... back to like nineteen eighty-eight <laughs> or whenever it started. Yeah, so you just get everything fed to you for that. Like, what is it? Like twelve minutes because it's mm. <laughs> you need to round up to half hour. So a twelve-minute montage of everything that's ever happened in EastEnders, and then you get the it's episode. Doable. Just the main points, <laughs> or just the the bits that are relevant to that episode. Because um, does that ever annoy you in um, when you're watching a TV show and they have the like previously on thing, and it will just dredge up some like irrelevant detail from season one, and you think, oh, okay, so that's clearly yeah. going to come back. It's like, yeah. oh, great. It's just a spoiler for. Like... <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, especially when it is like so far like in the past yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. oh his wife from season one that we haven't seen for ages okay so she's gonna show up this episode thanks <laughs> for spoiling it previously on thanks previously on that's amazing <laughs> that happens in succession all the time i still haven't watched succession Succe uh, succession it's it's it has almost an eastenders vibe you know I, maybe i should dip into it and we can talk about yeah. that on the next podcast Instead of EastEnders. I bet you the EastEnders writers watch Succession. Do you? Yeah, I reckon it's the kind of thing they would be interested in and, and if there's would any... try and like mimic with Phil, you know. <laughs> I'll get I'll I really want to get involved with talking about Phil in a minute, but I've got some yeah. other pointers that I want to get through first, you know. Go on then. Just um I'll just reel these off for you. <laughs> my Go first on. my my first thing is the only other characterization that I got from the Monroes, other than being massive racists. Um, wow, the dad's sort of, but not so much. And He's the, racist the enough, you know? The, and then the son kind of went the other way by um, Tuesday's episode. Yeah, he liked this big apology, didn't he? But the yeah, only other... Oh, the sorry. Only other... <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> the only other thing I got about them was... Um, that they're Tottenham Hotspur fans because on their yes, fridge, say, on the fridge, <laughs> loads of just generic Tottenham Hotspur magnets, and then the, all every mug that I saw them drinking from Tottenham Hotspurs. Yeah, and I bet you, um, if you went to the club shop, uh, you would see all of the stuff they've got in their their currently house, their flat. 
currently because yeah. I bet you the production design literally just nipped in there, brought, <laughs> load of the cheapest stuff. Rather than getting stuff they might have had for years, exactly, and making it look a That's bit more what, authentic. Yeah, like, I would get stuff off eBay, like old stuff off eBay to like I mix make and it match. A bit more authentic. Yeah, I was just waiting for one of them to come in and say, oh, "I'm off to the Tottenham Hotspur match." It's not interesting they support Tottenham Hotspur, seeing as they're you know predominantly mm. Jewish team. Yeah, I, I was yeah. historically. That's, that's, yeah, that's the point. But um, um, yeah, but they're extremely racist. Anyway, I'll move on from the Monroes because I, I think that's pretty much it for them. Um, they're racist. They tried to bomb things. Bobby found out. He's got suspicions. Detective Bobby. Dete- well, there's a lot of detectives in the three episodes that I saw. There At is a three lot of- different characters <laughs> acting as detectives, including one past detective. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, ex-cop, yeah. ex-detective. Yeah. And they all do the same look, if you notice that. Yeah. The, <laughs> the shifty um... eyes. So here we go. What was your favourite um, amateur detective moment of uh, of the episode? Right, so I think my favourite is Bobby Bill uh, in the pub when Aaron apologised. And we got this slow zoom in on Bobby after Aaron left. And he did the... It was almost cartoony, where he like looked left and right. And it, it mm. kept zooming in as he looked... Yeah, and he might as well have gone... Hmm... <laughs> As he was doing it. Where was he? Where was he that night? Oh, he's just with Dad. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but <laughs> he was saying the same the, thing. He was with him the whole evening? I think so. Oh, sure. That makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, what else was he doing that evening? Yeah, he had his suspicions. And then he so, went snooping. Yeah, when he went snooping, I don't understand. I didn't get this either. Maybe you got a different take mm. on it than me. Mm. He saw like an open bag or like briefcase thing on the side. And just decided that he was going to have a little rummage. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really get, because... What was he expecting mm, to find? Racist, and, racist transcripts. <laughs> and also, like, they hadn't really set up anything obvious that he could have found. If they'd been in a previous episode, like, I don't know, him hiding some evidence of the bomb plot somewhere in the flat, then you think, yeah. oh, he's going to find that. But I didn't really get what he was looking The only for. thing there was was the phone, but I think... Um, that got, yeah, Boatman, that got Ross Boatman up, got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, Ross, Ross Boatman in character. He got rid of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, his personal decision. Shall I move on to the next thing I noticed? Go on. Then. I, I don't know if I'm, I'm sure you did as well. Um, hmm. There was the time we saw Karen. Do you remember Karen? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, she was in it with. I don't. Is it Mitch? I think it's Mitch, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. They're in the back room of the laundry. We very rarely see that set being used. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of, can you hear my cat going mad? Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that a bit of atmosphere. <laughs> Something different, isn't it? Um, yeah. So they're in the back of the laundrette. But then I noticed in the front of the laundrette, I think I've realised why Mitch is hanging out there so often. Go on. In the front window. And the entire left-hand side as you come in the door is all, like, knock-off tech stuff, like phone cases and, like, little crappy Bluetooth speakers. Oh, is that his business? So he's setting this out of... A laundrette. Out of a laundrette with his ex-wife. Hmm. (laughs) I I feel like I have seen that, that kind of set up before, like a shop... Where you just really wouldn't expect something, and but they're just selling it anyway as a little like extra. Do, do you know what I mean? I'm struggling to think. Of I know what you mean, now, but, but I've just, seen that before. I kind of want to see 
whatever episode that happened in, how that was set up, like how he... Yeah, he, can I he, open a tech thing? Because I swear the last time I saw him doing any sort of job, he was in like hairdressers or something, wasn't he? And he had like a little corner of that as well. <laughs> yeah, he kind of opened a barber's. He was also like an odd jobs man before that. Do you remember he had a van and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is he eventually just going to have a corner of every sort of like... um? business that's in the in the square you have a corner of cat's cafe well, I, a corner I, of the pub and he's just selling all like knockoff tech well i'd love to get like a, a a t-shirt where it's kind of like minimalist designs of him in all of his different roles like one of him with scissors one of him with the tech and then the jobs thing Oh, that would be really good. If you get nine that would be really neat to have like a, a nine oh yeah kind of <laughs> Good little bit of merch. Sort of, sort of pop art, sort of colouring yes, as well. Pop yeah, art style, yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally, well, he is a dad as well, so it is literally pop art. Nice, nice. I like that. <laughs> um, so I noticed that. I, I thought you would have noticed it as well, but I'm, I'm disappointed. But it's no, fine. I didn't. I didn't see that. I think it's because I was concentrating less on what was going on with the dog storyline, which I didn't care about, and more yeah. what was behind them. Because <laughs> I was and trying Karen to work literally out literally putting a sock in it. Yeah, <laughs> very odd, very unprofessional as well. Someone's dirty sock in their mouth. I know. If you were the production during designer... these times, during the time of COVID, what? Yeah, it's not as if they're going to have foot COVID. No, but come on. And it's she might have came COVID. Straight out of the uh... <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Well, she is a um, she is undecided on the uh, whole vaccination issue. Have you seen that clip? Oh, is she? Was that an episode? Yeah. I, I sent this to you ages ago. Yeah, there, there's uh, there was a clip of her, Patrick, and someone else having oh, like a really ham-fisted conversation. Yeah, and she was yeah. like, um, kind of an undecided possible anti-vaxer. Yeah, I I kind of vaguely remember this now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. awful. The, just like when they came back after their break. I don't know if you saw this originally um, after the lockdowns, and the first mm. thing we saw was a big. Uh, uh, Black Lives Matter mural on a side of a building. Ian Bill comes in and he starts mm. slagging it off straight away, only oh, for like really? Bobby or someone to say like, "Well, actually, it does this and this and this." And he goes, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> the BBC informing, educating, always. <laughs> well, you know, they were attacking with with the Monroes. They were tackling a bit of an issue there. Yeah, yeah. Seems like quite. Seeing as they only literally have been in 24 episodes seems like that was really rushed as well mm. did they have I, nothing actually, i forgot to um i forgot to mention as well that during uh what's it called aiden the the son uh, aaron 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 sorry yeah during his big rant um <laughs> he's talking about how like oh i couldn't get the jobs because they were they were giving it to like um, yeah. black youths and all that and the dad's like well you did all right He's like, yeah, because my because my mate sorted me out with it, and you think you're like literally highlighting the yeah. problem that yeah. you have yeah. friends <laughs> yeah. who are already there who have then like just given you the job because <laughs> you're friends with them, and you know, whereas it's not quite the same for these like black youths that are getting him through this program or whatever he was talking about. But yeah, I wonder whether that was deliberate or whether that was just, I you know. uh, yeah, I honestly I don't like that storyline. I think it's just another really lazy one. They've just, well, you know, see where it goes. I don't think it's going anywhere now, mate. I think it's done. You can have Bobby Bill finding out. I don't. There's something about Bobby Bill that I just don't like. Well, I th- he's quite well, smug. He's a murderer. 
Yeah, <laughs> there's, the, there's the creepy murderer aspect, child murderer. Not that he mm. killed children, we know of. Um, yeah. But he was a child when he did the murder, of course. But yeah. yeah, not just that aspect of him being a murderer, but also just there's something very odd about him. Very the way he walks, the way he holds himself. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with his religion, nothing to do with that. Just... He's, he's just, yeah, he is a, he's quite strange. Um, yeah. But then and, oh, I'll tell you what else I liked. I'll tell you what else I liked. Um, this is EastEnders trying to be hip and down with the kids. Uh, I don't know what, what's the sister called, the Monroe sister? Is it? I can't remember. I'm going to call her Little Monroe for now. Um, okay. Marilyn. She <laughs> Marilyn. <laughs> Do you say Mar oh, Monroe, of course. Yeah, she comes in the pub, or they're in the pub, and she goes over to her dad, and then she comes back to this. This is after Aaron's apologised to Bobby. And she says, um, oh, Bobby, Dad says my anime DVDs just come in the post. Do you want to go yeah, watch you know, it? Like, no title. <laughs> they couldn't even be bothered to research yeah. uh, What? Anime what do the youth DVD. like now? <laughs> My stream it. What are you doing? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it might have been like a really hard to get. Maybe one that they had to yeah. import from Japan. Yeah. Well, isn't there Crunchyroll for that? Isn't that a, isn't that an anime streaming service? That's the, yes, I believe. Yeah, so. I, I'm sure it'll be on there if they're that into it. You know. Yeah, and Bobby's seem pretty into it. <laughs> he loves his anime. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that did strike me as a bit very just another. Yeah. It's a bit cringe, isn't it? Okay, so should we move on? For, I said, we're, should we move on the Monroe's yeah. like 20 times now? We just haven't moved on. <laughs> so what else is, is going on? Uh, so the other thing I think I've mentioned to you already outside the podcast was, hmm. and this is no slight here, uh, everybody is gay. Have you? Yeah, not, not, of... I'm not talking about new characters. I'm talking about like, <laughs> there's loads of established characters that have been, last time I saw it, and in the past, are in happy, you know, relationships, never shown any signs of, like, questioning themselves. And, they're, you know, they're, they're like Stacey, and now they're suddenly, they're suddenly gay. Well, I, I wonder, <clears throat> I wonder if it's because it's, like, soap world and everything. Once you've kind of run out of stuff to do with a character... <laughs> Is it just a like something else to do? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, what else yeah. can you do with say it's going to be dramatic and like? That's what I mean. Do it. Do it with one of them. But there, there was like three or four of them there, and they're I all can, suddenly I two. I can't remember who it was. There it was definitely Stacy. Um, Callum. Well, Callum. That's what I mean. Callum was well done because he was always questioning. Mm. <clears throat> It was another. It was another long termer who was also suddenly. Uh, oh, um, Karen for a little bit. Yeah, oh yeah, that was that was in the past as well. But I don't it, know. It sh yeah, There's it's something... maybe a good opportunity to like ditch the, you know, dead the white. Yeah, yeah, the dead Deadwood characters <laughs> and um, like well, not, not E. McShane, obviously. <laughs> the, the Get him in. Um, <laughs> but um, as a gay man, why not? <laughs> Yeah, and get and bring in some like fresh characters who you know. Um, if they want to tell those stories, there, yeah. yeah, why not bring in someone mm. fresh who could tell that story in an interesting or way? Could rather they bring than just... back? Could they bring back Christian? He's not dead, is he? He could be. He might not be. But again, yeah, exactly. And Saeed. Oh yeah. Uh, I can't remember what happened to. Oh, maybe you could bring them both back. Why not? They can't be doing anything, surely. 
they've moved on to bigger things. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what have you seen them in? Nothing. I remember I that. I reckon Panto. I reckon what yeah. Christian's done Panto for sure. He's... I may be theatre. I could imagine him in theatre. He'd be a cracking genie. <laughs> he really would. I could just imagine him arms folded, big smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a line here that's noted. I don't remember what it's about, so maybe you can jog my memory. Um it was in it was in that whole confusion of me trying to work out who was who was gay now, because there was Stacy there and there's someone else. Like, who was the other person? I can't remember. Um and Shirley said do you remember Martin going for you like Godzilla? What was that about? <laughs> Why she have I noticed that? a lot that? of... Um, she was the one that brought up Judge Rinder. Like, somebody <laughs> was judging someone else, and she was like, all right, Judge Rinder. She had all the references. What was the other one she had? Yeah, um, well, there's the there Godzilla one. Godzilla. Oh, there was something when she was getting Brian... Is it Brian Connolly? Yeah, Brian, Brian Connolly. Connolly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To cook him... Cook her some eggs or something. She says something. Oh, there. Uh, MasterChef. She made a reference to MasterChef. That's what I was gonna say. Um, Another BBC but... <laughs> show. Why? Why? So Brian Connolly is like a like some sort of con man, right? That's what I've gathered. Uh, well, his character is. <laughs> I don't know if it's Brian Connolly. <laughs> I mean, I he does claim to be an is. entertainer, I suppose you could say <laughs> kind of that a is a, a, a form of conning the public. It's a long con, is what it is. <laughs> it's no, gone on for it's years. Do you remember that? That was his, his big catchphrase. Yeah. He hasn't said that, has he, in the show yet? I guess because yeah. he's playing a different character. Yeah, you're right. I get confused. <laughs> um, but him being, this character being a con man... I haven't seen anything else, so I'm probably well off. It just seems to result in him telling obvious lies and everyone just going along with it. Yeah. Like him oh, saying, way, yeah. oh, my mate, Gordon Ramsay. And everyone going, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, but that was humour. That wasn't a full con. <laughs> Not yet. No, he's working um, it in. <laughs> it's just struck me, if we have any like American listeners, maybe, who are mm. into me senders, they won't know who Brian Connolly is. <laughs> it's got a straight over the a jobbing actor, yeah. 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 But basically, the guy who's the con man... What's his name? Rocco. Rocky. Rocky? Rocky um, the con man? <clears throat> he seems <laughs> to have loads of name. names. Rocky <laughs> the con man. Um, Rocky Balboa. He, um, yeah, it is played by a guy who was like an entertainer on uh, British TV in the 90s. <laughs> Thank uh, you for uh, that. That's all you need to know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, uh, so he's the the, yeah, the new comment. Why does Shirley like him? Unsure. Well, she always goes for like the people who are down and out, doesn't she? Mm. Have you noticed yeah, that's a, that's a track record of like someone's on the lowest of the low. They're sitting on the bench in the middle of the square, thinking, "What am I gonna do next?" And then Shirley rocks up and is like, "You're gonna come with me." That's her <laughs> so roll. That's she, her role. She, um, takes in the underdog and makes references. <laughs> She's their spirit guide. Godzilla, Master Chef. Well, I could, I'd love to see her um, like Netflix history. I bet I could guess what's on there. The night before, can you it imagine was a bit of Godzilla, a bit of Master Chef? It was fresh on the brain. Judge Rinder. Can you imagine when Tiger King was on? She was all over that. Yeah, she just kept bringing it up. Everyone was like, "Why do you keep going on about Tiger King?" Yes, I haven't seen it yet. Can you... I don't get what this reference is. You're still making it. Oh. Calm down, Carol. What's she called? Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, odd, odd character. Shirley is always has been, always will be. Mm. But she's just a reference machine. We'll have to look out. for A that. reference machine. 
we'll have to look out for her references in the future. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I was going to move on to off the back of everybody's gay. Um, Ben's bullet time. Uh, I think you've yeah. touched on it already. I, I understand. I understand that he's deaf, and they do that thing where everything rings when they're reminding us that Ben's deaf. Inspired by Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> what came first? <laughs> well. <laughs> Imagine if Jeremy Renner comes out and says, like, well, actually, it was really inspired by uh, Ben Mitchell from EastEnders. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah, he's got his high tech implant in the back of his head. <laughs> ben or Hawkeye? <laughs> ben, didn't you see it? He had, like, a, some kind of hearing aid that's, like, I'm I hooked up to his brain. But he had, like, um, something in mind control. Like a circular device, like, did you not notice that? No, I was too busy looking at the bullet time action and thinking, is he going to dodge something in a second? Because he wasn't wearing an actual hearing aid, mm. uh, I don't think. But he had this like device on the back of his head, which I assume was some sort of plot at some point that he had that in- implanted. So he's essentially a cyborg. <laughs> um, but that's why he sees time differently. And where is this com- going? Where's Ben the Cyborg going? <laughs> he touches that pad and goes, computer, enhance perception, and then all time slows down, and he gets like an overlay of everything that's going on. <laughs> when are we getting these POV shots? That's, that's yeah, what I... like pr- Predator vision. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man sort of stuff. That's what I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd love to see that. But yeah, <laughs> it, it wasn't true into the mainframe. No, it wasn't I hate to true... break it to you, they just, they just sped it up, didn't they? I know, I just felt like, it, again, just very out of place. Also, a bit of sound design on that bit as well. Kind mm. of thing that we would do. Just, again, out of place. Yeah, but it, I don't know. That, you know, if, if I was a rookie director working on that, I'd definitely try something like that. Because you'd be thinking, oh, someone's going to notice this and I'm going to be <laughs> directing, you know, whatever, some new big film. Scene. Whitechapel. Whitechapel. Oh, or a big film. <laughs> yeah, or Whitechapel. <laughs> If they decided to bring that back, they might. Yeah. Um. So I I did a little counting game with myself while watching these episodes. Because you were um, bored. Mostly, yeah. Uh, Danny Dyer appeared in doorways seven times. Okay. <laughs> by that, I mean there's a scene going on, and then it cuts mm. like it cuts between um, the two actors talking, and then all of a sudden. It will cut back to like Shirley, and behind Shirley, Danny dies in the doorway. Mm, he doesn't. He doesn't enter. He just stood there, and he did it seven times, seven different times, in three Deliberate episodes. Choice. <laughs> what does it mean? What yeah. we... <laughs> it's a door. It's an opening to the mind. No, I. <laughs> I don't know what why that. I, I guess it's just bad editing where they always miss out the shot where he like comes to the door. Maybe I. I don't know. I was like, I, I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm not uh, one for slagging off people's weight because I'm. It fat. draws your attention to him because it's framing him in the doorway. It's just re- a really nicely composed shot. <laughs> He's put on weight though, isn't he? Uh, maybe, but the, he has put. You know, he, he, I, or has the look, character put on weight? He, well, he that's was, it. He's so He's deep in, mate. Actor, He's yeah. so, deep, <laughs> so deep into Mick though. He He's is an like, appalling um, actor. He is He's like De Niro when he did uh, Raging Bull. And he That's had what to, he like, tells himself, up. yeah. That's what, yeah. 
Yeah, he he isn't a good actor. And he was very glum. He wasn't very funny this, uh, this week. No, my favourite bit was when he went down on his belly to talk to his autistic son. Remember that storyline where his son was autistic and now he's yeah. not? I was going to mention this bit where he was talking about like all your life, you know, having parents, two beds, two beds, and then he said two rooms, two clocks. (laughs) What every kid has always wanted: two clocks, (laughs) two phones, like a drug dealer. Yeah, (laughs) two lights, two sets of PJs. But you already got loads of them. Ha ha ha! Is that funny? I don't know. Yeah, he just likes counting in twos. The Danny Dyer. He wishes he had that life. He's a, he's a regular Noah. <laughs> right, so my my final, my final... I think you know who I'm going to talk about now. There's <laughs> only cats. one thing left. Huh? Cats? Oh, do you want to do the cats now? We can do the cats yeah, now. Go yeah, go on then. This is our little feature called Cats of EastEnders, because, you know, you can hear a cat in the background sometimes. This I don't, is what... some, some fun that isn't related to this week's episodes. Nicely put. So there's eight cats that have been in EastEnders. Mm, oh, they should have had nine. <laughs> well, maybe the nine's the old, coming. You know, the, old, the old cat. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Go on, we've then. Got... Who are the, the eight cats? Have they, have they affected the plot in any way? So the OG cat is Craig. <laughs> Craig Ooh. Brackets Cat. 1985, first appearance? Oh, hang on. Is this actually the first? I might have actually messed this up already. You might be in alphabetical order there. I think it might. No, it's not. In, it's not in any order. That's what's really thrown oh. me. Um, hang on, let me open each cat in its own tab, so I can really oh just. <laughs> that I can really give you the rundown on the cats. I think that's really important for this feature. I probably should have done yeah. this before the feature started, but. Right. Okay. <laughs> My internet's just okay. <laughs> it's, it's really struggling to open these tabs right now. Okay. Can cut, cut this out, okay. Can do. Might not. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. Let's 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 hear the um right, whichever the... one's loaded. Let's hear about that cat. Do you want the oldest cat first? The OG cat. Yeah, go on then. Um the OG cat on the square was Mandu in nineteen ninety four. Oh, wow. It took them about ten years to have a cat on the to square. To get a cat. And uh the cat was owned by Nellie Ellis and found dead by Joe Wicks. Aww. By Joe um, Wicks? Yeah. What, the, the fitness guy? The <laughs> PE teacher? Yeah, strangely enough, in 1996 as well, he was a child. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we've got a couple... We've got um, Bella the cat. Yep. Uh, who was a stray and then taken in by Pauline Fowler and renamed oh. Tigger. Um, okay. Last appearance? Question mark. So probably oh, dead never, by now. They never um, established what happened to it. That's all. No, the writers just, just forgot about just it. Just disappeared. <laughs> um, then we've got a couple of mystery cats. This is where it gets interesting. I say interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got we've got Joey, also known as Boots, which was a ginger kitten found a, found by Tiffany Butcher. Um, and they kept it, and then. Derek Branning took after looked after it, uh, but his first appearance was two thousand and question mark. Oh, um, I'm guessing that this is like so niche that no one's probably mm. Mm. like recorded when that cat first 
appeared they just know it was around interestingly though um this cat does have a critic review (laughs) (laughs) yeah go on have they have they ripped it to shreds (laughs) in april 2012 a daily record writer branded it a case of hard gangster turned kitten lover and doting uncle i think that's more of a critic of derek branning than the cat uh, yeah 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 (laughs) that's all they said at least it got a mention. I bet that cat's agent was thrilled with that. <laughs> Went on to do big things. But yeah. never got a role in cats. Shame. No, that's what that's what they all that's the irony. That's what they want to do. It's written for yeah. them and it's just and a load it's just Christian. It's... Christian was in was in cats, if you didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, and James Corden gets a gig in it as well, of course. Mm, I wonder if that caused any tension on the set, Christian and the, the cats of uh, <laughs> of East Anderson. Looking on. Yeah. Uh, there was also Boots again, two thousand and question mark, mm-hmm. uh, and that that was owned by Shirley Benson, who I I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Um, someone's going to move on really quickly from that. <laughs> we get got... towards the end. <laughs> uh, we're getting there. Baby the cat was owned by Zoe Slater. Um, again, this one's got a critic review. Do you want the cat? <laughs> Do you want a critic review for this? Yeah, go on then. Uh, of Baby's tenure, Vicky Pryor of the Metro assessed. While no soap feline will ever enjoy the notorious... <laughs> Fuck off. Soap feline? Why, while no soap feline will ever enjoy the notor- notoriety... Notor- oh, I can't say that notoriety, word. Notoriety, yeah, yeah. Yeah, notoriety of the Coronation Street cat. Praise should mm. go to Baby for managing to live with the Slater sisters for so long. Okay. So Don't little. why they bother covering it. <laughs> well, that's Vicky Pryor from the Metro. Hmm. Um, we've got Craig then, the cat. Uh, yeah. and this this is my personal favourite. Uh, he was named after Craig Revel Hallwood. <laughs> okay, wow. Uh, and then we—is that done for the for the cat? Race? I mean, I, I could I could finish it, but it's up to you if you want to hear more. We've I got think this is the a long running feature, <laughs> and we we come back to it, maybe. mate. Mate, there's only two more cats. <laughs> Go on then. The last cat is uh, Dave, and he's got a massive bio, and he's still on the show. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll have to look out for... Dave the cat. Dave in upcoming episodes. <clears throat> there we go. That that was it. Right, yeah. So, I'm glad we fine. did that. I think we, didn't we only have one more set of characters, one more plot to cover from... from yeah, it's, it's, it's my personal favourite. Go on. It's, uh, it's Daddy Phil. Ah, yes. Kidnapper. Kidnapper and... Doting father. <laughs> I I don't know how much I could watch of Phil being so inept, Phil. so yeah. inept of being a father. I, I think well, my favourite. Um, go on, take take I was take. Say take Steve McFadden like doesn't strike me as a guy who can like do fun or comedy, so it's just really. <laughs> I don't know, just awkward seeing him trying to be all fun, like trying to get that dinosaur out of the, uh, oh, the claw machine. Horrible scene. I watched that, like, holding my hands together, like, so tight that, oh, horrible. But as you said, the last time I saw or remember seeing a Phil storyline, he was broke. He had no money. Yeah. <laughs> so how's he's he now back. suddenly... He, I've got his back again, of course. How's he now back. suddenly got enough money to make it worth someone's while to knock up dodgy passports i love that what the one-way conversation that he had oh no 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 
And not, not leaving enough time for the other person yeah. to... How long has I he do... been on the show and doing like dodgy phone calls? Surely he's got so the timing down. That is a classic acting error where you're doing yeah. a fake phone call and you don't leave. And he also made another classic actor error when he was talking to Sharon just before he like took off. Mm. Um, obviously, that was scripted so that she was saying something and then he was meant to interrupt. Mm. But he was leaving too much of a gap. So she'd say like, Phil, you can't just... And then there was like a split second gap and then he would say, oh, I'm his, his father. And he was just leaving too much of a... You think, why is she stopping? No one's interrupted her yet. Oh, he's just interrupted her then or was supposed to and he's just too late. But that one in particular could surely be fixed in the post, you know? Well, Edit I it. think they Trim probably it. just do it with a two camera setup. Oh, yeah. Of um, so like everything's locked into however they've done it and they're just c cutting between those. So it's probably a bit awkward because you wouldn't quite get the end of the last person and all this so yeah, it probably is possible but it's just because the way they film it maybe not i'll tell you what i love though about um any storyline where Unfilled? a cover where, where a character goes uh like outside rogue. the yeah goes rogue the black hat black hat black uh leather jacket black cargo <laughs> trousers so out of place in a cafe where everyone's looking at him he just With needed a... a grappling hook and he would have looked like a jewel thief from like yeah. a cartoon. He needs to go a little grey moustache as well. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's Strike a, that's a storyline I want to see. I mean, you could have worked it in with the claw thing. He could have, yeah. <laughs> um, also, he was in Clapton, which is not very far from where I am now. I mean, yeah. if they actually filmed it there, I could visit that claw machine. It didn't look like Clapton to me, but I mean... We could do a pilgrimage to the... To the to claw the, machine. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Visit the uh, the hallowed set of. Uh, but yeah, no, I, that that won't have been Clacton. I don't think. It didn't take them very long to drive to Clacton, did it? Didn't take them long. Also, had the classic shots of like anything that's shot outside the square, where it's like making a massive deal out of like being you know outside the square. Yeah. Apart from, did you notice a little bit of laziness with um, Jack? When he just popped his head in and he's like, I've just been to the like um, police, oh, uh, yeah. uh, what is it, traffic camera control centre. And you think, oh, oh you're whatever. Just <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, not going to see any of it. I'm just going to explain it to you because uh, we're probably not going to bother to film anything there. And I've done as much as I can just so that nip, nip yeah. that in the buds and we'll move on. It's really impressive. It's got all of these banks of, of of screens and you get to see all the travel cameras and everything. But yeah, I'm just going to explain to you that I've been there and you're not going to see it. Super, super visually impressive though. Trust me with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like really high tech stuff, guys. It's it's cool. It's cool. Um... <laughs> they, they just let him in. He's like, um, can, can you just search for a car? What is this personal or? Yeah, just personal. <laughs> Yeah, sure. So you haven't worked for us for how long? Ten years? Yeah, I, but... I remember watching a, a TV show. It was like a, Come on. a, a true life kind of crime drama. Um, and it was about them trying to catch this guy. Um, it was called Manhunter. But anyway, it was like this long running case. And when they handed over use of that command center, it was this huge thing. And there was all this red tape involved. They could only have it for two nights. And it was really expensive. And mm. the, and that's like how it would work in the actual play. I just don't believe that he could just rock up, say, "Oh, can I just you for a bit?" Yeah, go on then. My still, my login still work. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Jack underscore Branning, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And whose car is this? Just someone to know. Okay, Just a yeah, mate. fine. That seems ethical. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> And then later on, they obviously the writers realised, oh, hang on, they could just do that again with Cat and Sharon. Yeah. So they had to have the conversation of like, oh no, 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 can't um, do it too many times. Can't, can't keep do it because <laughs> that would be too convenient. Um, also, it's not ethical if I do it more than once. So doesn't Patrick say something like, but we've got the registration, we can just do it another way, and we don't have to, yeah, or whatever. Man, and it's, yeah. it's just totally <laughs> yeah. like brushed over. Yeah. <laughs> That whole, ah, oh, the whole thing of it is um is something I've got. What else have I got written here about it? There's loads of little. I did like bits. the little Cat and Sharon double act where they'd written a little yeah. bit of comedy in in the car where the they're car. like bickering and yeah, and then that it was went, quite fun. It was fun, but then it went a bit too dirty, a bit too smutty for my liking. <laughs> where what was it? Cat said like um oh don't worry, I've wiped down the seat. Oh yes, Come on. and then Sharon insinuated that that Cat stank. <laughs> Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> ladies, ladies, come on. That's what we needed we need a jack in the back to say that. <laughs> but I did I did respect Kat for not um you know pulling out the big guns and saying, you know something, you look just like in appearance and persona, you are Miss Piggy. <laughs> she really does. That that would be too harsh, I think. Even yeah. I wouldn't say that. So Kudos to Cat, really, isn't it? She's kudos to person. Cat for like yeah. <laughs> That's a new feature, kudos to Cat. Kudos to Cat. <laughs> Where we find a, uh, the best thing Cat Slater's done every week in the show, and this week it was was this. Um, the other so, thing I yeah. liked was uh, there was a big thing of like where they when they found out that he might be in a caravan. Um, they're More talking about work. it, yeah, and they go. Uh, I don't know who it's. I think it's Sharon says it. She goes like, "Where would he get a caravan from at such short notice? Airbnb." Oh. Rent, rent I mean, we've literally seen characters before when they've disappeared. They always just rent a caravan. Yeah. Um, like I know, Stacey's I know. Yeah, I know that he he obviously has access to one, but I mean, that's not the only way you can get a caravan or a mobile home. You, you can just you know go on the internet and find one. <laughs> Yeah, okay. one. That would be a really good story. He like waits until they've got out to empty the um the like the portaloo thing and he just hitches it up and drives off. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't see it, he'd just explain it later on. Yeah. It was really, <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like something from an action film. And I drove really fast and like it was on two tires <laughs> and like big stunt, big stunt. Um but we're here now, so we won't talk about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's just something, yeah, as I said, very, very beautiful about Daddy Phil. Um, it was a nice little, um, yeah, subplot, little uh, venture. Um, and then he was back within three episodes. Yeah, well, he's not back yet, is he? He's said to cut... Uh, oh, not quite, yeah, but come on. Come with me. Come with me. <clears throat> and we Probably got the tomorrow we'll... <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> she had a new identity. She what was it? The Cunninghams? That. Something like that. It's like when the Simpsons he's, get a new identity. <laughs> he's been watching doing? too much Happy Days. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how? This is the other question I have. Always about Phil. How has he had so many women on that square? I know he's not exact. Well, I don't know. Really, is is he? Is he? Got is it a power thing? Him? He's the alpha of the square. Is he still? He must yeah. be like sixty something. Yeah, I know, but still, he's the silverback <laughs> alpha of that square. <laughs> I don't I think someone could take him out at this point. Mm, 
I don't know. People have tried before, and he Mather... can he can deliver an almighty smackdown when he needs to. <laughs> yeah, he just presses triangle. I know, but he's um... got the physique of Shrek. He's a monster. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's why Danny dies bulking up. Ah, to take to take him on. Yeah, in the middle just... of the square. <laughs> yeah, both shirtless, covered in oil, always. There'll be a scene. This will be in like two years' time. There'll be a bit where Phil's like he insults. Dyer and he walks away and Dyer says I challenge your honour or something like that and Phil kind of like looks over his shoulder stops, and like stops walking away and, yeah yeah you what they both they both take their shirts off you heard me Phil and they both like scream and start running at each other and we cut between like their like a camera on either side of them rushing towards each other then it it ends that's the the big duff duff but Danny Dyer would lose, and I just—I've got this, vis- this vision in my head of uh, Phil's foot being on Danny Dyer's cheek on the ground, yeah. and Danny Dyer looking up and going, "I submit, Phil. I submit. <laughs> I yield. Yeah, I yield." <laughs> and then Phil, Phil looks around the square. There's people hanging yeah. out of the windows watching, <laughs> and he all... like, surveys the seat. It's silent. He's like, "Never forget." <laughs> Do people like shut the windows quickly when they look when he looks up at them? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's a like a gladiator. Yeah. He goes, Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah, exactly that. And that's the scene that, you know, is gonna eventually happen. But who is gonna be the <clears throat> the the fighter? I don't know. Maybe um maybe He's died to, so, so many times as well. Phil, well, yeah, I suppose so. But he's not a murderer. He made that clear. Not yet. But he I is, love though. the casual, you killed my husband. No, I never killed anyone. <laughs> and then just carry <laughs> That was a little, a little bit of a new reader start here thing. Yeah, a little bit of a backstory mm, for the character. Reminder. Um, yeah, we had the on-location uh, in that little cafe. Mm-hmm. And what does he say to the kid? He's like, uh, leave your egg. Let's go get you a donut or something, wasn't it? I can't remember. And then there was like, yeah, there, there was, was lots like, of like awkward dialogue between them. And then there was like a woman that looking over at them. And I thought that was going to be a thing where she was like, it oh, was going to yeah. be one of these like one-off characters that like talks him round. That's what I thought was yeah, going to happen. Yeah, that was odd. They did make a big thing of that. And I, do you know what it was? Mm. I think it was because uh, in one of the other episodes, Kat said it was going to be hard for him to run away with his son because they didn't look alike. She said, mm. like, oh, he's hardly your mini-me. I think that was, like, drawing back to that, that the woman was giving them a look because they kind of look very different and you maybe wouldn't assume that he was yeah. his father. Um, yeah, may- maybe that's... that's what I don't really under- understand the whole storyline with Phil Jr., um, PJ. Um, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. Denise can't have him legally. So who? where does he belong? Where is he supposed to be? In care. Who how'd she I, get him? <laughs> I think I think she lied about who the father was or something like that. I it, that's one of those things that obviously we've missed and we've just yeah. come back to it. So I'm sure we'll mm. pick it up. But um yeah, for you know, we got the gist. We got the gist. We got enough, yeah. I think that's really all I've noted down for old Phil. Well, I was gonna ask you, maybe to wrap up, I was gonna ask you, what are your what would you like to see happen next? Because we've got another episode tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Not of our, think not of this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Of 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 E. Um, yeah, yeah. So what what do you think is gonna happen? What would you like to happen? Okay, the first thing I'd like to see happen 
is the Monroes take down the Indian bicycle signs they have in their flat because they're racist and they wouldn't have that. Um, and I want to see a big thing of them taking it down, shaking their heads and putting it in a bin. Right. Um, other than that, uh, fill in space. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I, I'd like to see? The, the Monroe dad, he's just surfing the web and he comes across <laughs> a, a, like... Ross Boatman fan page. He, he, he comes... <laughs> <laughs> This guy and it blows his me. mind. <laughs> he just, he just, you see these eyes go white, and he just like starts to dribble. He's turning up at Ross Boatman's house, and he's like, <laughs> "Who? What's are going you? on?" Yeah, but I'm you, and you. you're, you're me. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I was going to say, what I, like to see. <laughs> I want to see him surfing the web, and he just comes across this like, this kind of square in Tokyo that is almost an exact <laughs> no. facsimile of Albert Square and it has like Japanese equivalents of all of the the like regular EastEnders cast. Question and are they figure all figure out what's gone. <laughs> are they all doing slightly racist Chinese accents? Chinese? Do you say Chinese or Japanese? No. I said I said Japanese. I said Tokyo. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Chinese. <laughs> No, how can you hear Japanese? Why is that? Why is that? I don't know. I just, I just computed it as Chinese. Am I racist? Maybe I'm racist. Wow, you're a Monroe oh, now. Jesus Christ! That's I've why watched you watch the Monroes. Yeah. And and just um, for anyone listening, Abner actually looks a lot like um, the dad Monroe as well. Ross um, Boatman. Ross Boatman. Yeah. No, but that's what I want to see happen. Is this mysterious like Japanese community that are like an exact kind of one for one replica almost of the square and the people in it and he can't quite figure out how this has happened or why it has happened are there lots of shots of him going through like records of like who's lived in the square and like as you know someone like Mm. roxy or ronnie has left the square their counterpart also left on the same day yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) everything's exactly the same and then he's like thinking about going there and he just becomes obsessed with it yeah. I, I think that'd be good. And what I don't know what the explanation would be. It'd be very disappointing, but um, uh, there'll be some like shadowy organisation that tries to prevent him from visiting. You want ninjas in the square, don't you? Oh, that would be <laughs> good. <laughs> That's the obvious way. You just like hear footsteps on the roof and he looks up at the the ceiling. Um, I also want to see them stick a Shrek in it. Uh, well, that, that goes without saying. <laughs> just as a background character, just Shrek. Walking along. <laughs> Just at the back Here's of an cats. interesting um, question for you. Mm. So this is obviously non-canon, but a cartoon character has entered This is the non-canon, square. you said, yeah? This is non-canon, but it is official EastEnders stuff. Mm. <laughs> a, a cartoon character has entered the square in an official piece of EastEnders media. Yeah. And interacted with Danny Dyer. With Mick, sorry. Oh, Any guesses? It was um, Mickey Mouse, wasn't it? Mm, well, it was maybe, something Disney. It was something of. Disney. Uh, not the one I'm thinking of. What are you thinking of? Top Cat. I don't remember that. Maybe I'm mixing it up. You have to look it up. There's like a children in need thing where they had Top Cat um, visit a cartoon version of the square very briefly during a kind of like short film and interact with like a Hanna Barbera style Danny Dyer. I don't remember this at all. Have you found it? No, I seem to remember there being a, a Disney one, but I found I doubt, EastEnders I doubt scene. Disney would give 
definition oh, for that. It was for like children in need again or something. But um, yeah. I typed in Top Cat EastEnders and EastEnders scene not for families as complaints double comes straight up. What? <laughs> I don't know how that goes with Top Cat. And they don't even mention Top Cat, so this is something completely different. I can't find the Top Cat square. Lots of pictures of cats later. Oh, that's very strange. Um, oh, yeah, of course, cat. Oh, okay, so the Disney thing I'm thinking of, they did like a big... It's one of those dancing ones. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that, but that's not that's not a Mickey Mouse visiting no, at the, this. at the start of it, I'm sure... Hmm. I'm, just, I'm just watching the intro now. I'm sure... There's a little animation. So we've got Sharon picking up a box. She's shaking it. Uh, fairy dust comes out. It's going all around her. She's smiling. She's oh, there, there he is. There's Mickey Mouse. He's on a paper. Oh, okay. And there's wow. Danny Dyer okay, looking so... around. He looks bemused. Uh, and then there's birds from Cinderella, and they're tweeting around him. And then we've got Whitney opening a door as Cinderella. And then oh, it, okay. it kicks off. So kind so we can of. add that to the list. So that that's actually probably unique. That would be a really good like pub quiz question. What TV show have characters from both Hanna Barbera and Disney appeared in? Because I can't think of anything else where they would have crossed over. I'm really trying to find this Top Cat. Well, I'm not getting any results for it. It's something I'm going to have to look through. To, um, the yeah, have have to do a bit of research. And... <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. So. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna end it in a classic way, mate. I'm gonna ask you okay, what, okay. what your highlight was of the week. <clears throat> highlight. Well, I I uh, use the term very loosely. <laughs> let's go for the dramatic New Year's Eve uh, bomb fake out. That was your highlight. Um, it was. So you said of... it now. <laughs> I mean, it was the most dramatic thing to to happen. It was their big their big plot, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, and your low point? Um, low point has to be some of the Phil being a wacky dad and it just not working on any level. <gasps> really, <laughs> wacky dad. It's when he's having the phone calls at the beach and he's going. Yeah. Oh, what's he say? He says to Cat, "Keep your phone charged." What? And I tell you something. We we did not. Where are you leave living? The, um, <laughs> we didn't. We did. Yeah. As if, like it's oh, always on two percent. Yeah. <laughs> um. We really didn't need the Cat and Sharon detective thing. Of hang on a second. To leave the country, he would need a passport. passport. Cut to yeah. I need to get a part. That you just that was so unnecessary. You could just have him trying to get a passport without that set up to it. Yeah. The Cunninghams. Here they One come. One of his contacts. <laughs> I'm going to be Richie. <laughs> and then they Awful. run into Ron Howard and he goes, hey. Anyway. Um... Also, there was, no, there was no point of having that shot of the guy with the passports leaving his mobile home. That's you. And the, the kid goes, no, it isn't. I think, well, yeah, it is. Like, he could say, no, that's not, that's a fake passport. It's odd to say that isn't me. You think, well, yeah, it clearly is, mate. <laughs> Open your eyes, son. <laughs> Uni slapping down, etc., etc. Do you yeah. know it would be hilarious if the fake passport was like really bad, and then the picture was in crayon, <laughs> and it is it like said passport spelt wrong. I paid good money for this. Also, was was the passport 
Red? I'm sure they're blue now. Oh, yeah. Well, if it was a newly issued one, if it was like one issued like a, a year or so ago, which uh, he might have yeah. had, you know. Well, that's, um, that's why valid. I'm not doing passport fraud. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if it turned out, it's like, yeah, it's meant to be blue. And the guy said, oh, I'm not very good. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I've done my best, though. So, Wonga in Palm? Yeah, Wonga never, in Palm? Never... What? <laughs> and that's why I don't write free senders. <laughs> Wonga in uh, Palm, well, please. Or, or you could say why you would be perfect amongst the EastEnders <laughs> writers. Clunky, cockney nonsense. <laughs> if I'll any of you one grim uh, me palm, please. Yeah, go on. <laughs> if any EastEnders writers are listening, it's a t- it's a tough job. And please come on and talk to us about writing for EastEnders. Yeah, give us give us a go. You know, just, yeah, just an experience, the EastEnders experience, please. Now, lads, uh, there's a lot of robot combat in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And you mentioned the underworld at least five times. <laughs> Yeah, and we can't get the rights to to half of the. I mean, Skeletor. Uh, we're never going to get. <laughs> Optimus Prime. No, well, you, you had Top Cat on. I don't think we did. That was charity. <laughs> uh, okay. Is that it? I think that's it for now. Yeah. Was that Mega Natter? That was a a good old over an hour of. Good old EastEnders mega natter. Right. Okay. Do you want to close the show? You, you close the I opened it. You close it. Yeah. Well, the problem is, I mean, have we got an email address to get in touch on? Or... <laughs> I'll tell you what. Direct people to the Reddit page. Yeah. What is that? R slash... Um, R slash... I'm looking it up now because I can't remember. I think it's R slash true EastEnders. True EastEnders. And if you listen from the Bill With It times, thank you for, for coming back. <laughs> For and next week, we'll, we will have watched more EastEnders and we'll definitely have more to say. Well, don't make promises we can't keep, Carl. <laughs> and we'll see if a Shrek does turn up. Put a Shrek in there. <laughs> so what, we, we, we aim in for Friday? Friday? Every Friday? Some Fridays. Fridays. Yeah, let's try. <laughs> Some Fridays. <laughs> Fridays. Yeah, that's a nice day. <clears throat> it's a nice, nice that we haven't like ended it you know, where the big climax for the week is as well. We're ending it yeah. <laughs> midway through the week. <laughs> what's, a, what's a classic uh, Cockney sign-off? Get oh. out of my pod. Get out. Oh, yep, we can have that. Um, just going to type Cockney goodbye. Let's see what... The first thing that comes up is laters. All right, that's a good enough. That's good enough for me. Laters. 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 <laughs>